Greetings again and blessings. I'm thankful to be here. And I'm thankful to be able to do this this podcast and do this recording. Um, before I even start, what I do want to say is that uh, before I do my recording, of course, I ask the Lord to give me the wisdom to be able to to speak the message that he wants me to speak to you guys. Today, um, what I'm going to talk about is uh, how often do we pray? Um, have you ever wondered if it's a sufficient amount of prayer or if we pray enough or the length of time? In the book of Matthew um, 26, chapter 41st verse, Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Well, our goal should be to always be in the spirit. To always be one with God. But if we are wrapped up in true worldly events, our focus is going to be taken away from kingdom life. The world has many distractions upon distractions upon distractions. So we do have to be vigilant. It doesn't mean you can't go out fishing, go play basketball with your buddies, go play golf. But our flesh always, always wants more than what it needs. I'm going to go back a little bit further here, back it up. And uh, let's, go look, let's go look at the book of James. Um, it's uh, chapter 5, verse 16. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous person has great power as it is working. So the prayer of the righteous person has power. It's very true. I'm sure you've heard that we were were being a prayer warrior. Um, When somebody is in sick, in bed, people gather together, they pray. And there's power in prayer for sure. The first thing that I like to do before I even get into prayer is I like to come clean to God to let him know that, you know, I did wrong. I just don't feel clean when I, when I don't confess my sin first. So that's why when we go back to James, it says, therefore confess, confess your sins to one another that you may be healed. That I may be healed. Sometimes it's to be healed by by the Lord, but heal our sins, heal the scars that our sins leave behind. So that's what I try to do first. I try to come clean before you know before I, I start to communicate with them and talk to them. To me to carry a burden, the burden of sin is a very, very heavy load. 
it weighs on me. So I tell the Lord my wrong my wrongdoings. I know he forgives me when I confess. I feel like this big weight lifted from my back. And my connection gets stronger. It's like a more direct connection. I break down those those barriers that that my sin puts in front of me and the Lord. So that's the way I feel when I confess, but you know, it's not about me, it's about us. I'm just talking to when I say I is I'm telling you what I do, but it doesn't necessarily what means that that's what everybody should do. I truly believe in in personal prayer power. Personal means to me that personal and intimate connection that I plug into when I am in the spirit. And again, I'm going to repeat myself. I'm in the spirit because I I said, Lord, before I, before I even give you this call, before I make this call, I'm going to come clean. Look, I did this, I did that, and it's wrong. And, and then I talk to him and, and I connect with him and it's a real personal connection. And I, again, I do this when I'm in the spirit. Prayer is my conversation. My way of telling the Lord about my day, my hopes, my goals, the needs of my friends, my family, my brothers, my sisters, the world. Power is that energy that I feel. I feel that power, that spirit. It's it's unexplainable, but it's something that is definitely attainable. I pray for the ones that have wronged me. We should pray for the ones that have wronged us. For the ones that you think might be not enemies, but people that you might feel don't see eye to eye to you or that give you that look when they see you, you know there's some uneasiness with certain people. And you know, it's something that again, it's unexplainable, but it's there. But it's easy to pray for the ones that, that you love. It's easy to pray for our parents and for our families and and our friends and, and our relatives and it's easy for me to pray for my niece. I have a little niece that she's, you know, she's the apple of my eye right now. She's very cute. And uh, she makes me laugh. She's very funny. It's easy to pray for her. But the trick is, and it's not a trick, right? But the thing is, it's harder to pray for those that we don't, you know, see eye to eye with. It's always the things that are harder to do that give us the most reward. You know, say for instance, you start training to be a bodybuilder, right? It's going to be hard. You're going to be lifting weights for two or three hours maybe, or one hour, whatever the case may be, a couple times a week. But a couple months later, the results from that physical exertion of of lifting weights, it's going to be visible. You're going to be able to see it. If you start jogging, after a while, you go from one mile to two miles or three miles, five miles. And that endurance that you have, that that stamina that you develop, you're going to feel it. That's going to be your reward. And it's, it's the same reward that we get when we actually pray for people that that have cursed us. That's how we know that Jesus is residing in us. He's living with us. He's 
one with us because we're starting to be more and more like him. We pray and we actually even love people that don't love us. If you really think about it, when 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 we pray, I'm sure that most of us pray for other people, not for ourselves. You know, why does that happen? Because we're fulfilled. Our life is very fulfilling. It's comforting to know that Jesus is with us, that the Spirit is with us. So we know that there's not much more that we need. Think about how many people have material things, boats, RVs, and ATVs, and property, and money in the bank, and something's missing. There's a void there. That's the void that we actually have filled with with Jesus, through Jesus. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, with you know, having things that, that you can go out and have fun with, like ATVs, boats, jet skis, that's fine. But let's not let those things be our idols either, right? Just comforting to know that we're in Christ. And this is the meaning of being in Christ, being able to to, to pray and ask for those that we don't see eye to eye with. Of course, ask for those that we that we love, of course. That's what prayer is. Having a conversation with God, telling Him your day, that's what prayer is. And sometimes just the moan, the groan. Sometimes it's just so hard for us that there's words that are unsaid that we feel and the Spirit understands us. We don't have to speak sometimes. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 through 9, and I'm going to paraphrase, like, first of all, do not pray for attention. Do not seek attention. Don't pray out loud. Don't be bombastic, right? Pray privately, which is the opposite of being loud about it. Go to a quiet place. Because Jesus sees you. God sees you. Don't babble on with, with empty words. Repeating yourself. I've always I've always wondered, I mean, when you know a song and you've sang many times, you know all the words, you could be singing that song and be thinking about something else. Right? So if you're repeating something that you already know you could repeat that easily and not be focusing on God you're just repeating words that are already in you that you already know them so it's always better to have an original conversation with Jesus with a motorcycle passing by the father knows what we need before we even ask him but he wants to hear from us he wants us to talk to him to take the time to Set the time aside to be able to talk to him, to communicate with them, connect with them. To summarize, let's be in prayer. Often let's confess, come clean, and pray, communicate, be one with God in spirit with our Lord. There is power in prayer. And the power is there when we have a personal relationship. 
personal praying power, let's call it. And of course, when we have these good intentions, when we want to set the time, it's not forced, it's it's natural because we want to talk to God. Prayer keeps us close to God and involved in kingdom mentality and things from heaven. Let's pray for the ones that we love, the ones that we uh, that we cherish. Also, the ones that we're not in harmony with right now. Love is what God is. God loves us. And we love Him. And it's just do everything in our power to stay close to God, to keep Him always near us. In important decisions and light decisions and all decisions, let's ask God to see what He thinks because maybe He has a different plan for us. But we could only do this if we are in constant prayer. I guess if there's any message through this message, of course I said it in the summary, but is to always be praying. Always be meditating. Thank you very much for listening to me. God bless you. Let's stay in Jesus. Jesus.